See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Uh, all right, all right. And hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Junior Bruce here <laughs> with Death Race 2000. Um, I uh, wish. Now, this is uh, Slow Robot A Go-Go. The real Don Steele. The real Don Steele. This is, uh, this is Slow Robot A Go-Go. Big show number 145. Mm. That's 145. Nice. For, the, for those keeping track at home. My name's Mao, with me as always. The real Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unreal Known. From Parts Unreal. Yes, from Parts Unreal. Uh, so, yes, the shtick. Go find us on iTunes or Stitcher. If you do rate and review the show, it would help us out a whole lot. Wink. So do that. And also Slice Radio out of Australia. Danny Australia. P. Danny P. Keeping things real. And then, of course, you can also go and uh, just mainline us right into your veins with uh, com. That is the landing page for this show. Or you can do your one-stop <coughs> shopping at a place called bunchofdorks.com. There you're going to find three glorious podcasts filled with information and musings from geniuses. So, the top one is Slurrobotagogo. That's the music, uh, I mean the uh, movie review, B through Z grade only. Then the middle one is uh, Two Dimension Podcast, which comic I books. believe you talk about comic books. I and, believe. And the like. And, and then no the, direction. No direction. And then the bottom one is, of course, the longest running podcast in the history of the internet. That's BunchOfDorks.com. No, which just is, Bunch of Dorks. Which is just kind of music and talking about music and talking about other things. And hate. And hatred, you know. Because it's on the internet, so it has to have hatred. That's yes. that's what fuels the internet. Prerequisite. Outrage and hatred fuel the internet. Yeah, controversy. Right, because that's great. That All right, great. so that's the end of my shtick. What do you got going on, brother? Uh, Destination Nightmare blog. More comic book, more comic book scans. It's very groovy. Check it out. Yeah, apparently a lot of people have been checking it out. Check it out. Mm-hmm. A lot of people's, man. More. Man, we want you're more. you're sneaking up on the 100,000 hits. We want more, too. That's We're, freaking inc- incredible. We want the world, and we want it now. Right, I've heard that. Yeah, I think uh, Jimbo said that. <sighs> Jimmy Jimmy Morrison. <laughs> the Lizard King. Great. Anyway. You think he gets too much credit? No, I don't think he gets too much credit. I think he's... Uh, I think he did something original. Yeah. You know, I think they were a, a good band. Wasn't he really like arrogant and weird though, or just? Yeah, well, what rock stars? Well, usually, well, you know, I show that a lot of rocks, a lot of rock stars are arrogant. Oh, really? And, oh. Yeah. I don't know anything about him. That's just rock my, stars. That's just yeah, rock stars in general. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, no, 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 him. Uh, I I don't know anything about yeah, him he, other he, than he, well, he lived in Clearwater for a while. He was yeah. born somewhere else, but he lived in Clearwater. And he went to a high school here, so you should, you know, that's pretty interesting. So he was I good think, at shooting, then. He, yeah, he could something. handle a gun really well. And he, they, they, he, <clears throat> they tore, I, th- I think they finally tore down his the house where he lived here with his grandmother. I think his parents kicked him out and <laughs> lived with his grandmother. And he raised hell here. I think he went to Florida State University also before he went to Ookla, uh, <laughs> which I guess is UCLA, and then the rest is history. Yes, As it they is. say. History. 
Yeah. All right. Well, bad news bears for all you. I didn't watch a single movie this week other ha! than other than the I two. did. Yeah, I know you beat me this week, which is a very rare occurrence. One to nothing. One to nothing. <laughs> One nil. Dude, this week has been was a hurricane of of just running around and oh my god, it was crazy. So yeah. I got no, I got nothing personal done. All I was, it was all just work and work and oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm tired. So go ahead. What do you what did you watch this week, Dr. Morbius? What I watched was a documentary on a B movie director by the name of Don Doler. Don the real Don Doler? The real Don Doler. And the documentary was called Blood, Boobs and Beast. And it's basically his story of B movie making and uh uh-huh. And uh, more, actually, because and it, well, how, I've never heard of him. What, what did he do? He did really cheapo movies. Uh, Alien. Oh, what was the one? Night Warning, and there was the Alien. Did, I know. So, like, what? What years? Fiend was another one. Sixties, seventies, seventies, eighties, nineties, and to and to, well, to the two thousands, I guess. But um, yeah, the Fiend, uh, uh, Night Warning. That's when he uh, made an appearance in his funeral. Alien Factor. Um, I, I, I've never watched many of them because these are really, really cheap. But he came along at a, he started in '77, hmm. and he came along at a time when it was perfect because the video explosion happened. Okay, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they would take anything, including his movies. So he got <laughs> he got a lot of movies put on video. And that, then, uh, that should be on the back of his boxes. They take anything, including my movies. Yeah, signed he, the director, it, the inter- writer. Interesting was he made him in Baltimore, Maryland. You know, also the John Waters territory. <laughs> but his movies were a little, a little different than John Waters. They were all like <laughs> horror, sci-fi. You know, with uh, well, Ricky Waters, with TNA, and you know all that good stuff. And, nice. and um, you know, he had an interesting career because not only did he do the movies, but before he did the movies, he was also he also published a comic book fanzine in the '60s. And he actually had working for him Skip Williamson, Jay Lynch, and Robert Crumb, who ended up becoming famous underground cartoonists. So he was kind of like... I know R. Crumb. (laughs) Yeah. So he was kind of like, you know, an early early underground artist. And he created a character called Pro Junior, which is a weird-looking character, which they actually took from him. And they actually created an underground comic book about Pro Junior. So I didn't know that. Huh. About Dollar, and and then after that, he acts before he went into movie making. He published a special effects uh, magazine called Cinemagic, which was uh, before uh, before um, you know a lot of the magazines, a lot of the other pro you know uh, effects magazines came out. And he influenced a lot of people, along you know like Tom Savini and people like that. And, yeah. And 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 as a, and and what was even more interesting in the documentary, they had some footage of people talking to people. I think at a convention, probably Comic Con, or one of the people that was a fan, that was that was in his early days influenced by Don Dole, was J. J. Abrams, oh, and, he's, and he's in the documentary too. They talked to him for a little while, uh, you know, a few that's minutes. That's cool. So it was like really. So even some people like J. J. Abrams was into Dole's early work, you know. Nice. Because so, even this video stuff, and these kids all grew up during the video era, so they probably saw. Fiend or Night Warning or Alien, yeah, or whatever, something. And they like, they went, they saw it, and they were like, I could do better. <laughs> so it was a really cool. Yeah. It was a really cool. It, it's something that you should watch too, because it shows you the the pitfalls and how tough it is <clears throat> to do like you know independent filmmaking, oh, yeah, you know, and, and low budget and all that. But but the, but you know, besides that, 
it ta it goes into the guy's really life and it talks about how he had a sister who was mentally challenged and when the mom died he had to take care of her and then to make even thing more uh, more even like heart wrenching at the end of, towards the end of the movie you find out that the the subject matter the director Don Dole who ended up being a producer really didn't want to direct anymore he he comes down with he gets diagnosed with uh, brain cancer oh and he passes away I'm like Wow, I didn't I didn't read about you're this. Like, you're like bummer. This was, yeah, this was like really hit me hard. I was like, wow, this is really like, yeah. So, but the director, you know, keeps going on with the movies, and uh, I, it's on YouTube. So definitely check it out if you check can, it right? out if you like this. Uh, if you like the B movie genre, definitely it's called Blood, Boobs, and Beast. That's uh, cool, man. So uh, definitely check it out. I give it a I give it a nine as far as a documentary. Wow. It's really good. I mean, I'm, I'm not. It's not like technically accomplished, but the subject matter and what right. So if you what like, transpires within it is really and, good. And trust me, if you're listening to this podcast, then this is down your right down your alley yeah, because it's yeah. we. T this is the world we live in, B through Z grade. You know, yeah, the little engine that couldn't kind of thing, and yeah, and, and, yeah. and not always. I mean, I'm not being derogatory towards the movies we watch. They're yeah. just that's what they are. Well, it's really the little engine that could because they could. They, it wasn't great, but it. It, 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 well, it made, made it. It made it. It was you know. made, and people saw it, and it influenced people like J.J. Yep. Abrams. So there you go. You know, I remember uh, this is kind of related, but also kind of maybe I, maybe I just pulled myself back. And I was like, no, just don't. When we were at the uh, public access place, you know, and doing, we were doing the show every week or once a month, and we were we were rolling pretty good. We were, I was fairly well known in that in that arena. You're notorious. Um, notorious, yeah, and um. At the time, I was also, uh, I became a black belt, and I'm, I'm really good with weapons. Um, not really good. I'm not being arrogant, but I, I, I know my way around various weapons, and I'm pretty fairly com accomplished with them. And everyone at the, at the studio was trying to talk me into making a kung fu movie, because, mm -hmm. you know, I was, I'm crazy with the kung fu, you know. Now, I've kind of, I haven't watched a lot of them recently, which I guess is kind of depressing, but for a while there, I was watching like two and three kung fu movies a week, just watching wow. and watching the whole world you know your brain will explode yeah and um and they were like you should make one you should make one you could make one you know and <laughs> and i you start to think about it but the reality of it is you know it would look like what was it remember that one that we were it was like they were going to this Lady office street building? fighter or just no that one where they were like it was a foreign made one where they were like it was a real mess we operation watched operation las vegas yeah, that well, Operation Las Vegas was one of them, but there was one where Ninja something. Right? Ninja something. Remember that where they were Ninja like Ninja Dragon. Yeah, Ninja. yeah. It was an early one. And yeah, that's yeah. one of those things where you're like, that's what would turn up. That's what it would happen, no matter how well you plan it out, no matter how much without real money, it just kind of it's just a bunch of people looking goofy in front of a camera, you know, and that's part of the problem. Uh, so and, yeah, and, and it's well, it could I never did. I thing. of course I never did make the. Uh, the, the the movie I was like no I'm not gonna do that well maybe, <laughs> never say never <laughs> yeah no I'm not there's no such thing as never say never I mean but, the technology is so advanced now that it's just a matter yeah. of really uh, well to me to me I always thought it was a matter of planning yeah I mean literally like if you if you have a really nice camera setup which isn't that not that expensive anymore it's gonna be HD lighting kits eh you know you're gonna have to spend about two three grand on sound and lighting to get so so you could actually capture it you know not both mm. not bs uh you, from that point on you just have to make sure you plan the shots and have fairly competent people doing it but it's still so hard you know 
Hey, as, 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 as far as plugs go, don't don't forget the. Oh plug. my God, the biggest plug, the biggest. Yeah, don't one forget. Of uh, we did forget. My God, talking about video projects, nothing. Man, my brain is fried today. Um, make sure we finally kicked off our our video project, our creature feature. Slow Robot Agogo has just launched its own YouTube channel. Oh, we do have a YouTube channel. Yes, now. we do. They, they gave us one. Oh, Creature so feature nice. with Doc and Clown. All right. So we've got one segment, short if, segment. Yeah, if yeah, we're, we're, but we're getting there. We're getting. You know, there. we apply, We made the application to to put full length movies up. Uh, you know, so the first couple might be fifteen minutes or less, but we are going. We're chugging along towards the full upload, yeah. full stuff. So. Yeah, so. If you are uh, listening to this, obviously you think some or all of what we say is funny, or maybe you're just hate listening. So why don't you click on that and hate watch? Uh, yeah. Or hopefully you like us. Um, you jot down, just go to YouTube and search Creature Feature with Doc and Clown. Our first short is us. Uh, we're, Duck in the, and cover. we're in the future and we're, we're, we're seeing Duck and Cover through yeah. the eyes of a clown and a doctor stuck in an apocalyptic world. Hundreds of years in the future. Yes, we're getting so, transmissions from the we're past. Get, we're getting transmissions. We're trying to save the world. We're trying to. We're trying to like send messages. Yeah. But we're receiving messages. We're the lone survivors of we an think, apocalypse, well, and we think we can. Uh, we're trying to communicate prevent. to the past to save and prevent the apocalypse. Will it work out? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But but really, we're just trying to show crappy stuff. So. But yeah, but we're just creature features. So check yeah. us out on YouTube and click like and share with friends. And here's some trailers while we're doing that. Friends. Thing. Johnny, what can you make out of this? This? Well, I could make cap or a brooch or pterodactyl. Pray to God it never happens to your daughter. Rape would have been a pleasure compared to what happened behind the shutters. What are you doing? What's that in your hand? Behind the shutters lurks a deranged maniac and helpless women. You'll need a babysitter. It's not for children under any circumstances. Behind the shutters, the lucky ones died in their sleep. Rated R. You'll sleep with one eye open after you see Behind the Shutters. You shall utter no word without the permission of Basra. Her heart is weakening. It has to be replaced with a new one. This very night. The Blood Drinker. Vampires preying on the innocent. In the dark of night, they attack to refresh themselves with the warm blood of the living, leaving behind them corpse after corpse with no one safe from their deadly fangs. These are the Blood Drinkers. And Edgar Allan Poe's immortal classic of horror and hate. The Black Cat. Is it real? Is it alive? For unimaginable shock scenes, see The Black Cat from the pen of Edgar Allan Poe. The unpublishable novel is now a movie. The hillbilly hooker. The hillbilly hooker. Was she too old at 14? The hillbilly hooker. She may have been poor white trash, but fancy was her name. Mm, the hillbilly hooker is coming for you. Hillbilly hooker in color 
Admission restricted. Mm, come on out and see me sometime. It just ate the most acid I've ever seen anybody eat in my life. Now that was a trailer break. Uh, hey, for, Billy Hooker. An epic trailer break for the ages. All right, so I've never seen any of these. First one was what? What was the first one? The um. Oh God, I don't even remember. It was like rape was a. Oh yeah, behind the shutters. Behind the shutters, yeah. Then then, then we the, had the blood drinkers. The blood drinkers, which you said is a Filipino. It's a Filipino horror movie. Horror a vampire movie. movie yeah, with the black cat, which was an American. The black cat. See, for Poe has been like yeah. used a lot in the B movie. Yeah. I think is the word. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yes, he's been bastardized quite a bit in the in the in these uh, in the genre of the B genre movie. of B movie because country. his works are in public domain. What do you think? You oh know? yay! Yay! We can do a Poe show too. You know, nice. Some people actually say we do Poe shows, but you know that's a whole we Poe and shit. We Poe. And then the, then the hillbilly hooker. The hillbilly hooker. You I ever think seen he that? works at Diamond Dolls. Have you ever seen the hillbilly? No, hooker? I haven't seen the hillbilly. I think we hooker. should find that. We should find Kung Fu Mama and hillbilly hookers and make that a two. I will look around for. It. Oh, dude, those would be that. That would be a twofer. <laughs> that would be an epic twofer. I gotta write it down. Hillbilly Hooker and Kung Fu Mama. Well, we I should check if either of those it. are in public domain, and then maybe the clown and Doc might stumble yeah, upon them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wink, maybe. Yeah, buddy. All right. So what? We doggies. <laughs> <laughs> Which movie are we doing first? Uh, How about like we go to the Fun House first? Oh, the Fun House from 1981. Now, I I I didn't look it up, but I figured it looked very late 70s, early 80s. Yeah, 1981. You know, filmed in yet another Florida movie, yeah. and, and yet another Florida movie that looks nothing like Florida because it's <laughs> shot in the dark, and 99 percent of it was in a carnival. Yeah, this is the end of your Florida. Ho- Homegrown oh, run. Oh no, we keep going. Oh no, come on, man. There's a big bright world out there. No, no, but it, no, but we're gonna we're gonna go to a different place next week. Okay. Florida. And then and then I think I'm gonna go to I'm gonna take us all to Christmas. Oh we're yeah. We're gonna do some holiday. Oh. At least I am. You can do. Well, what did I do, do last it. year? Santa's sleigh or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I got that. some other. Chan- I got some other more uh, who's interesting. That, who's that thick? Na- oh, Goldberg was in that one. Remember, I did the oh, Santa's yeah, yeah, sleigh yeah, yeah, with yeah, Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, we gotta do some holiday holiday uh, festivities. But yeah, right. this is the Fun House from 1981, filmed yeah. in North Miami. Okay. Starring a lot of people that we don't really know, but the the main girl, Elizabeth Barrage, was in Amadeus. And she still works. Rock me, Amadeus. Yeah, Miles Chapin. Amadeus, Amadeus. The guy, the, Miles Chapin, the guy with the glasses. Um, I think he's still working. Sylvia Miles, the the fortune teller lady. She was actually she was she was nominated for a couple of Academy Awards, and she was in I think she was in Midnight Cowboy. Not from this one. She wasn't nominated for this one. I don't believe. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then God, uh, and others. God, there was. Oh my God, this movie. I don't know. This is a movie. If you like carnivals. It starts off very odd. I I knew this was a MacGuffin right in the beginning. With oh that, yeah, of course. The, the the murder scene, but wow, that was a Hitchcock dude, reference. And at first, <laughs> boom. And at first, I was like, that. I thought the girl we were looking at was too young. No. She no. I mean, she yes. had a very young face, and I couldn't tell the way it was shot. I was like, this is like an eleven or twelve year old girl, right? Oh, we're not going to yeah. see this. But then she drops the towel, and she's completely new, and you're like. Okay, oh, no. she's but she's grown. yeah. She was she she was a she had a very young face. That's yeah, all I'm yeah. saying. Like I was like I don't think I should be watching this, uh, but it was all right. <laughs> and then you know, and then she she was a woman. And she was in the shower, and uh, <laughs> and just a young te- like a teen, you know, yeah, teen, yeah, teen to yeah. early twenties, whatever. 
and you see a, uh, somebody preparing to, to murder, you know, and they put on, and you're seeing it from their POV, the point of view of the of this person putting on a rubber clown mask and stuff. And he throws open the thing and starts trying to knife her, and she stops it, and it turns out it's a rubber knife, but it's her brother. Yeah. Did your brother see your sister naked? That was gross and weird. Yeah, well, this whole thing is like a, I didn't care for it very speaking, much at speaking all. Speaking of Hitchcock, the whole thing is like a little psycho. Yeah, shower nice. scene. That was his like. Uh, this was directed by Toby Hooper, the man who gave you the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Life Force. The, the original? Yeah, he was the original. Yeah. Oh, okay. And Life and Life Force. Life it? Force. That, Poltergeist. The, we did Life Force because it was the nude vampire. Right. Wife, right. Poltergeist women. and and other not as good movies. He was also the man wow. that gave you the remake of Invaders from Mars that wasn't really good. Oh, so, that's but, sad. Uh, that makes me sad. But yeah, Toby. But the other uh, ones were good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like yeah, so this yeah. guy. And look, this this there you can't knock the way this was shot. No, like, this was professional show. This business. was a very I didn't I, I I wanted to research more about this movie and I didn't have time this week, which bothers yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, this was a pro. But, like this was like um It's a professionally shot movie, but it at heart it's a B movie. It has Did all it make the, money? Oh yeah. I saw it in a theater in North Miami okay. back in nineteen. Yeah, it made money. It made like a few million. It That's wasn't what I a mean, big hit. It could have been like th- this is one where I was watching, I was like this either made a lot of money or no one ever noticed it. You oh, know what yeah, I mean? Like, it, got, you know. it got major distribution. Okay, oh, yeah, cool. sure. And it had like, yeah, sure, a lot of video release and, and it was in theaters and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. This came around around the same time as The Thing and I seem to remember like seeing each one of those at the same theater like in the same, I think it came out in the summer maybe or whatever. I remember seeing once both of them either back to back or somewhere around the same time frame. So right. yeah, 1981. But yeah, again, Toby Hooper directed this, and yeah, the beginning of it is a homage, yeah, homage to, to Psycho, uh, to Psycho, and she, and she, she kind of she beats her up, beats up her brother a little bit. In, Who's a little in, rat in, too, in Italia. Yeah. He's this kid's a little precocious jerk. Yeah, uh, and, and then she she's like, oh, I'm going out on a date, and this is late at night, and the the, the family is very dysfunctional. You can tell the mom's drunk, the dad's kind of a pushover, the kid's a little brat. And the daughter's just the daughter. She's the star of the movie that we're watching. Yeah. So, you know, you're following her along this tale kind of thing. <coughs> yeah. And they're like, we don't want you going to the carnival because there was murders there in blah, 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 Ville land or whatever. And you're like, okay, here we go. They're, so they're setting up that this is an evil carnival and evil things happen there. And then she says, I won't. I'm going to the movies. And... um and she, then the brother's like, "You're lying." And then she's like, "Shut up, turd." And then, and then the mother says, "Go to bed." And then she leaves because the, the guy pulls up with his Pontiac GTO yeah, muscle car. Yeah, GTO man. And he, uh, and he. Of tacks- course, it's at night, so you can't really see the car. But yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I knew the the front end has a very distinctive yeah, I know. front end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is one of those longer GTOs, not the not the judge years. This is the longer one. Yeah, yeah. And he he just blows the horn, and then like she goes like. Which cracks me up. That's always such a loser move. Like when the, the the boyfriend won't come to the door, they just blow the horn like, "Get out here, woman!" Yeah. You know. And he's like, and he's like, "Oh, you know, why can't he? You shouldn't be going out with this guy." Blah blah. blah. Yeah, he was like, working at a gas station or yeah. something. And he's hundred percent beefcake. This is a giant dude. I mean, he's he's very big, very muscular. You can tell he's like tall. You know. Yeah. He's a hunk of hunk of burning love. You know. Yeah. So he oh, picks yeah. her up, and then he freaking just tacks it up and lights up his tires like all the way down the street i was like that's not what you do in front of your your girlfriend's yeah house you know yeah yeah. so he lacks common sense 
You know, he's made a lot of good decisions in his life. Sure. Yeah, and he will be. We'll be doing them throughout the movie. Too. Oh yeah. There, there is, there is awesome decisions made at every turn yeah, in this yeah, movie. Uh, you know. Yeah, there's some real, but they, but they are teenagers, and it was yeah. the era of the dead teenager movie. So, there's, not to spoil anything, but anyway. But uh, not to spoil anything, but uh, wink. So, so yeah, they pick up their friends. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so now at this point, here's your stars. All four of them, you're going to be following this journey with these four kids at yeah. at, a, at a carnival. And of course, like as in the early '80s, late '70s, they're driving around smoking a dupe. Yeah, passing, passing the joint around, and she kind of passes it off. You don't see her smoke any at first. No, she just passes it to the back. Yeah, but whatever. then, like later at the carnival, she smokes them. So, but, it's, so it's uh, well, but yeah, later, yeah, you're right. But then, but in this, and then they're like loosen up, and he, she's like, eh, I don't know about all this, because she tries to talk <laughs> him into going to the movies instead. Yeah, and he's, and he's like, like no. Yeah, he's like movies are for losers, and, yeah. I, uh, and they, you know, then he's just like, we're just gonna go to the fun house. And he said he said some derogatory thing about her dad. Yeah. And and she also made mention that this was their first date. So I'm like, eh, this is not going off well, Chuck Woolery. Yeah, we might right. need to we might need to you know do something different. Yeah right. Uh, and then in the meantime, while they head off, pick up their friends, go to the carnival, precocious. Brat decides to sneak out. Yeah. out, and of course, this is a two-story house, which is not that common in Florida. But I guess they were in a nicer yeah. neighborhood or something. I don't there was know. a lattice there. Yeah, so know. the kid like sneaks out, and he heads off to the carnival. So everybody's gonna go to the carnival. Oh, dude! And this, okay, so they get to the carnival, right? And this was one of this was my favorite scene of the movie, to be honest with you. This jerk little jerk kid is walking around on this yeah, road, right? And this dude pulls up with a truck, and he's like. A southern boy. We'll put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> you know. He's a neck. And he's like, he's like, hey, you want to ride? <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. And he pulls out a, sh- he pulls the shotgun off the back rack and it points at the kid and the- it goes click. Like it's empty or whatever. Yeah, like and he-, yeah. and he just starts laughing maniacally as the kid screams and runs away. And that's when I made a note in my notepad here. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. Well, oh yeah, this movie represented a time when kids were at the bottom of the food chain, <laughs> and that's completely opposite of, it, of what it is now. And I think that's part of the problem. When I was a kid, if there was an older guy or an older group of teenagers, there was a very good chance they were going to chase you and or beat your ass. Yeah, it really and was you had true. no repercussions. And now kids hold all the power. That's like true. you can't do anything. Like. I think that's the problem now. Everyone yeah, grows up that's thinking. An interesting concept. Everyone yeah. thinks that they that that kids are like their future. Kids aren't the future. They're just freaking dumb adults. They're just not dumb yet or yeah. adults yet. They're dumb. And and it was one of those, it represented a time and I immediately flashed back to my youth and I was like, oh my god, we were in constant terror. I know. Because there would be people that would just beat your. I mean, ass, you'd be you driving know? your bike around and you saw a group of other kids. You're like, uh oh. Either they were your friends or they were your enemies. Yeah, and, you didn't and, know and, if you were going to get into a fight or you know <laughs> if you're just going to ride by them. But yeah. now, like, even you know, adults, teachers, no one can hit kids anymore, and I think that's a, that's a real downfall in our society. I mean, it's good, but it's. I'm man, not saying put cigarettes out on a kid, but you know what I mean. But I mean, no. a little bit of fear is good for a person, you know. From time yeah, to time. yeah, but but not <laughs> not that kind of fear, <laughs> not shotgun fear. Dude, that was uh, and he the way he just started laughing. I was like, Jesus Christ. Well, remember, this is the man. This is directed by the man who brought you the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So he has know. a good perspective. He has a perspective on really life. Really grounded. He's a really grounded individual. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah, he has a he has a viewpoint on life, and it's not a positive one. <laughs> Oh, that Toby! That oh, crazy that wacky Toby. Toby! So anyway, now we're 
we'll get to the carnival. And, yeah, uh, we get uh, we get to the carnival and all the. The one thing about the carnival that didn't ring, that rang false to me, was that yeah, okay, the fortune teller, yeah, the fun house, yeah, the rides were cool, but the strip club in the in the carnival, I dude, don't remember seeing that at any carnival that I went to. And look, you know. If you're sitting in a tent and a carnival watching strippers, yeah, you really need to have some self-reflection about this is pretty <laughs> much the lowest point of your life. Either yeah. you've got to start making steps to turn yourself around or just go kill yourself. Because there's no... You've like really hit... That is what rock bottom looks like. If you're sitting there yucking it up at, in a tent at a carnival watching very... Girls. Has-been very... women that yeah. have been around for quite some time strip... Yeah, you you might need to see a priest or something, do something to change your life. Cause but but I think that was it's just about at, the end. I think that was <laughs> added in just because somebody said we need more uh, the TNA TNA yeah. in this movie because that didn't ring true. But whatever, there the, may the be twelve some... seconds of the the teenagers' boobs at the beginning ain't gonna hold the movie, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, we need a little bit more. We need <laughs> some. We need some butt. You know, I know, but like I was that. like, I just watched that and I was like, oh my. Yeah. Now I was happy they didn't give us that. Whoa, trippy drug view. Video, view. Oh, like yeah, they yeah. didn't do the, take the camera and pretend it was stone teenagers walking around the carnival. No, which is very common in these things. It's, it's like a cheap way to go. Like, whoa, they're all high. Yeah, they showed them doing drugs, but they didn't even like make them goofy or laughing or they're just normal teens. They weren't even. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that didn't really even play much of a part so they go around through the carnival and they go to like some the, the two-headed they see the two-headed cow oh. and all these weird remember the creatures. Oh, but remember that before that they lied to their parents about staying there oh yeah yeah the girl she called the girl because no well somewhere oh. along the way yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the, the uh, glasses said hey why don't we spend the night here you okay. know and it that was guy like, looked like skippy from the that remember yeah. that too close for comfort yeah yeah sitcom? yeah, yeah. The, price, the neighbor boy, price. the neighbor kid skippy yeah. yeah miles chapin did other movies too but yeah so then the girl you know the the, the friend the, the two yeah. girls the one girl wasn't probably didn't want to do it but the friend kind of like oh yeah. maybe you should do it and then so they the, yeah the big to, thing is Skippy from uh, Too Close for Comfort goes, "Oh, I remember this one guy. He li he stayed the night in the fun house." And they were like, "No, he didn't." He was like, "Yeah, we're going to do that. That's a great idea." And everyone's like, "Yeah, that's an awesome idea." And what's interesting was that he ends up to be more so than, you know, the 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 other the other dude. He ends up the one that the, the, the troublemaker. He He's the, the one that gets her in all the in more in, in in a lot of ways. You know, he instigated that. He did something else later. Later in the movie, yeah. and he did another thing later in the movie too. And then he got his whatever's in the movie. But it's yeah, come up and it's come up and so. But so then while they're looking through all the freak shows, they see like uh, they go into the one uh, room where there's like a two-headed. Or no, a, a deformed uh, 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 baby, baby or whatever, yeah. embryo or whatever, you know. And they were like, oh, my God, this is real. And no, that's not real, you know, blah, blah, blah. Wah, wah. And this is that and the other thing. So, yeah. So then they go in the fun house. And then Junior sneaks into the carnival. So he's like, you know, doing. Yeah, Junior's walking around, checking things out, trying to get, like, pictures maybe. You ha you'd have to think. Because he's a little rat, Fink. He's probably, yeah. his whole motivation is to take pictures of the daughter yeah. to get her in trouble. Because he is like, and I guess that is very common in brother-sisters, that hatred yeah, of yeah. constantly like picking at each other, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's siblings. Sibling rivalry. Sibling rival rival rivalry, yeah. So then they go then they go to the, the fortune teller and they piss her off. Oh, you she know? kicks them out. She's like, she gets 
rough she, quick. Yeah, Sylvia Miles. Yeah, she gets rough and nasty quick, so they piss her off. So these are just a bunch of, you know, yeah, this is, young ruffians This or is whatever. really standard carny stuff. And there's also, like, a screaming God sees everything you do woman who's... Oh, yeah, yeah. She's just in the, the whole movie. Factor, yeah. And she ratchets, ratchets it up. You're like, oh, okay, this is weird. Yeah. Like a homeless woman screaming... At them two, the two girls. Yeah, God like, sees what you do. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, right, yeah. she he always sees what you do, and then they're like, okay, crazy woman. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so they, moving the plot forward, they have their shenanigans. It's winding down. They all buy their tickets and they go to the fun house, and they one at a time hop off the carts, and that's the end of it. Yeah. Now the carnival shuts down. Yeah, the carnival shuts down, and there there they are now. During this thing. At the Carnival Funhouse, there's a there's a Frankenstein monster right. in a rubber mask. Kind, and all of, kind of a challenge-looking dude. Yeah, looking weird, really odd, weird-looking guy. And he's in charge of putting people in and out of the carts. Yeah. And that's... You kind of see him, and there was a really big close-up. He's got a real big Frankenstein. He's not the typical one, a real big one. Yeah, it looks like a bobblehead, kind of. The yeah, Frankenstein yeah, yeah. head is really big. Yeah. And... At first, you're like, oh, this is just the director tying things together because in the very first shot, it opens on the Frankenstein poster, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. And then and there's a clip of Frankenstein in the movie. The, rock, the parents are watching Brighter Frankenstein. Right. And that's when I was like, oh, you really shouldn't show a better movie inside of your movie. Yeah, well. Because you know. then you're going to start thinking of that better movie throughout yeah, the movie. But yeah. this one wasn't. Uh, this one it's didn't. It's a tie in. Yeah, it was a tie in. Because at first, I was like, mm, I thought we were going down like Super B Avenue. Yeah. But this one actually was competently made. Like, it, 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 it definitely. Yeah. That happens often when you're watching B movies. They show you another movie, and all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, I wish I was watching that movie." It was shot. A, this one is terrible. It was shot a movie, but it had the heart of a B movie. Yeah, 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 it, yeah, didn't, yeah. It, it wasn't trying to philosoph- be philosophical or yeah. take you anywhere deep. It was just to scare you and right. shock you and, and whatever. It did. And uh, car- carnival, the carnival setting has never really been like uh, something I thought of as as uh, as. It can't carry a movie. I've been to enough carnivals to know that they're the same stupid backwater yeah. crap. It's always... They're very shoddy. It's always just the same junk. So the allure or the... Uh, for If I was a teenager, I'd probably be like, oh, wow, that's so cool. But as an adult, looking back, carnivals are just kind of crap holes to take your money. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even go to them. I, I, never... I, have a, I, I don't go to them, but I have a fascination when I see okay. them. Like at the schools, like at SPC or whatever, and I got right. oh look, it's a carnival, it's a Ferris wheel. It does bring back some, it bring back some deja vu feeling or some kind uh-huh. of a, you know, some kind of a, whatever, you know. But nostalgic, I don't go, I don't nostalgic feeling. I don't, right. I don't go, I don't go in them at all. Well, yeah, it's just a yeah, I don't bother with them carnival. at all, you know. But um, yeah, so they go in the carnival, they go in the fun house, and um, now the stage is set. And and they're messing around in there too. Or, or did yeah. they did they mess around outside? No. Just, well, they were like kind of making out, but then they got got shooed away because there was like homeless dude urinating. So and, then they went back in uh, or whatever. Yeah. So they went into the fun house and then they were like kind of they kind of made made it look like they were finished with having sex. Like yeah. They they both parties both both couples broke off had sex and then they were they, we're kind of catching up with them afterwards. And then and then and then Junior decides after the carnival's closing he leaves he jumps the fence. Jumps the fence pretty good for a little kid. He, he climbed that big fence pretty good. Yeah, kids can climb. I could climb when I was a kid. And then he, and he <laughs> tries to get into the car and he can't. So you know he's like you know he's trying to he's trying to break in the car so he can't. So he goes back in and he gets lost somewhere or something yeah. like that. You know and then 
And then uh, I think the old lady scares him too. I think you know, everyone. She, she scares a, everybody. He's in a the skittish movie. little dude, you know. He the kid's kind of. And, and then meanwhile, while the carnival's closed down, uh, Frankenstein Jr. decide goes to the fortune teller and he right. arranges. He's he's he's, he's uh, trying to get some uh, satisfaction, as they say, and and that's the most gross per square inch of scene I've ever seen. You know, and and he's like, and he's opening up the uh, the money, the cash, uh, the money, cash. Yeah. And she's like saying, oh, no, no, more than that. Oh, see, they live, and that, before we go on. Yeah, yeah, further, yeah, right. The kids are in the fun house. <laughs> the fun house point. is high The fun up. house is, there's a, uh, there's a ground floor beneath them. And that's where, like, these, like the, the Carnival Barker and the Frankenstein boy live. That's yeah. their home. So they, and they're like, so the kids are all perched up looking down through the loose boards at the scene watching it. They're like voyeurs. Yeah, yeah. Their voyeurism is what they're watching down below. Yeah, because it's after unfair. hours and there. Yeah, know. The, the carnival's closed. This is this is carny but the, life. You were know. they watching the uh, the Frankenstein and and the so fortune teller? Okay, yes, I, I, yes, I missed yes. that part. They were watching that. Okay, yeah, that is important because then glasses decide to do something stupid. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, she uh whatever she um you know hands him a good time and. Yeah. Then, uh, <laughs> And then you know he he's a little he's a little pissed off about it because yeah. he didn't he's a quick finisher and she just, yeah she, he he paid her for a full session and didn't get past the grab ass or yeah he didn't get past the it. handshake so, yeah exactly uh, so then he Zing. so then he uh, he uh, kills her hey, he flips out man he flips out he starts doing that stupid you know thing oh yeah or whatever, which he does torturous. a lot and he Frankenstein boy doesn't take off his mask or gloves no. and you're like well this is kind of odd. And uh, and that fortune teller is rough around the edges, so yes, it's a pretty g- gruff scene. It's so, not, so, you know. yeah. So he wastes, he kills her, and then and then you find out that the the Barker is dad. Yeah, that's his so dad. he's like he smacks him around, and he's like, "Why'd you do that? You're not supposed to do that to like those people, he said, our people, our people. You can our do people. it to the the yeah. locals, but you don't ever do that to our." Carney con. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it was like you know, oh, I'll take care of it or whatever. We'll blame you know? it on some kids. We'll we'll throw this dead hooker off into the swamp and yeah, yeah, that's gonna yeah. be the end of it. You know. Yeah. So then he goes, "How much did you pay? A hundred bucks? Oh my god! Yeah. I could have got you the whatever thing for." 15. And then somewhere in the meantime, we find out that the money. Then we find out the money was gone. Yeah. So, and uh, we find out that glasses. Yeah, Skippy. And he, I don't. I didn't see that scene. I no, no, no. Scene. They didn't take it. They didn't show him taking it. Oh. They left that like something to be un- unveiled. You know? Oh, because I, I, yeah, I missed that part. I go, well, I, okay, he took it, but I thought they didn't show it. So somehow yeah. or another, he got down. Because they watch, there they're up there and they watch this hooker get killed, and they're yeah, like, yeah, we yeah. got to get the hell out of here. So they can't find their way out, and then they find their way into that room. Oh, and they're right. kind of like, oh my god, we got to get out of here. And that's when all four of them were in that's that room. Right. That's right. I forgot about that. So yeah. then they go upstairs, and then they're like. Uh, then the dad, while the dad's beating up the kid, two things happen. Right. He discovers that the money's gone. Then he really gets angry, and then he's like, "Where'd you put that money? You stole that money!" And and the, the Frankenstein boy's like, bah, bah. "Then the mask comes off." Yeah, and you and, see, and it's it, and then it's Horrorville. Yeah, and then you see. I think they they imply that the the uh, dead em- embryo the embryo was his brother or something yeah. like that and this yeah. is a very grotesque looking thing this is yeah, a this yeah. is a ghastly looking beast it's a good makeup I yeah. think Rob Bottin did it I think or oh, something okay. like that but yeah it's a good makeup it is I mean for, and that's when you're like oh this isn't a B movie 
because yeah, like they that spent was money that on was that. A, yeah that that took money to do that effect. Yeah, they spent money on that, and in the meantime, the 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 the, the kids are like up in the funhouse watching all this crap, and they're like, "What the hell, dude?" And then and then he they're like, "What happened?" And then they, then you find out Skippy took the money. Yeah. And then Skippy also drops his lighter down through the thing. Like, right when they're having the fight. When they're yeah. having the fight. And the fight stops, and the dad turns around, and he's like, come on out here. And he's holding the world's biggest freaking flashlight. Yeah. This flashlight is like 18 feet long. It's all D-batteries. Yeah, right, yeah. Like, I think you could I land think planes with it. Yeah. whatever they used to. They yeah. used to use those back before those little LED halogens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so now now you have the whole thing where the, the carny folk are coming to kill the kids. Well, at least uh, the not monster all of them. Is, yeah, the like the monster and the dad. Because it seems to me like while all this these shenanigans are going on in the funhouse, and nobody else can hear it or knows anything about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. There's like Cause from here on, it becomes like the monster chasing and, and wasting the kids, and they're all yelling and screaming, and nobody anywhere else can hear gunfire. It. Yeah, My gunfire. God, gunfire is going yard, off. Like because yeah. the dad has a revolver. Now, <clears throat> I will. The, the, Carney folk, I think, are kind of like this. Not yeah, murderous yeah, monsters, but I mean, they're just kind of traveling from town to town, getting into trouble. Yeah. There sure. was a local kid that I, that I grew up with. He worked with me at the pizza place, who actually left with the carnival. No. He didn't have he didn't have any life, and he came back in like two years, and he was a strung out on heroin. Oh boy. So, he probably would have found that path in our little town as well. But I'm saying, like, uh, you know, I think it's kind of a it's, it's rough, you know. Yeah, so I believe yeah, yeah. the way that the reactions were very genuine to me. Okay. You know. But so, anyway, now they just go. Now it's just your typical picking off one at a time. Yeah, you I know? mean, you know, the monsters running through the place. Yeah. It's like they're they're sitting there and they're talking and they're like trying to figure out what they do. And all of a sudden, there's one scene: a skeleton pops up and they're like, "Oh my god!" It scared the crap out of. And then at the same time, the rope comes down and and hangs. Um, glasses boy yeah, you know, he so he's dead up. and everybody's screaming and yelling and, and the, the whole nine yards. muscle guy immediately arms himself which i was like finally someone i can relate to yeah, he found like an axe or yeah something the first like thing that, you right? do is figure out how you're going to kill the your adversary so yeah. you just find something and then if you find something better hand that hand what you found to somebody else and take the better thing and continually upgrade your weapon and somewhere along the way you the know? blonde got found a knife somewhere too so they're yeah. like arming themselves or whatever so then well, while, while he's while he's well, obviously he's dead. So they're like trying to get the hell out of there. Then all of a sudden, in the a back, trap door. the, the trap, uh, uh, yeah, the girl falls into the trap the blonde, door. The blonde, the the blonde girl, not the not the starlet, the but, star, the, the, but the, the friend, the Skippy's girlfriend, uh, fell and she fell and you think she's dead, but then the the monster catches. Well, but her. before that though, there's oh. a, there's a scene where the three of them are are there. And all of a sudden, there's a, the, these doors open, and you think it's the monster coming in the room, and they're getting ready to fight him. And then uh, 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 the dude, the other dude, yeah, the beef, boyfriend, cakes, he's got the axe, and he's ready yeah. to kill the monster. And it yeah. turns out when he hits the axe, it, he's, it's Glasses it's Boy. Skippy. It's Skippy. <laughs> he, he just you know added more to He just like, so buries the axe in his head. Because, yeah. yeah, there's this huge axe hanging out of this kid's head, and, he, and, he, and this cart keeps going yeah. around every now and then. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It just keeps showing up. And then they freak out, and they're running, and then the blonde and Then the blonde falls, in the falls trap. into the trap. And the and monster chases her, her. Her, yeah. And, he, and then it's just the two of them are left, and the monster chases her, finds her in the room, and she's like sitting there scared because there's only there's no way out. There's only a fan a behind fan, her, yeah. you know. So it's like take your pick, monster or whatever. But then she turns out and she's got the knife and she's hiding it. Yeah. 
So then she starts going, I, I know what you want, you know. Yeah, I know yeah. what you want, Monster Boy, you know. And he's like, you know. Uh, so he, like, hugs her. And then she, she grabs she the knife. She knifes him in the back. But uh, that wasn't good enough to kill Monster Boy. So no. he ends up, like, beating, bludgeoning her. Which whatever. I'll tell you straight up. If you get one in the back like that, I don't think you're moving anymore. I don't yeah. care. But whatever. Yeah, it's a movie. So, it's and a, then, it's a movie. then uh, so basically, then we got um, Beefcake, his girlfriend, the starlet of the the show, and the dad. You yeah. Know? And it's the kind of the climactic thing. They're 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 hurting each other. You he know, gets into a, uh, uh, you know the boyfriend. You know he gets into a fight with the dad. Which I wouldn't. Uh, and I I even I think I wrote that down in my notes. I was like, that's a lot of dude. And at, and at a very like at, at the peak age of like probably twenty two, twenty four, that's when you're muscular you're peaked your testosterone's still out of control like he would have been a very he would have been a handful to contend with even for like a carny guy like yeah but but you got to realize too that even though he's a young guy the, you still got some man, old guy strength oh no i know I, that's yeah. i mean he's the old guy was formidable he has carny muscle you know yeah, he like he's been moving muscle, things yeah. his whole life but that's, so, a, so, that's a lot of kid coming at you, man. You got to really go so, fast. But, but they get into a fight, and then mm-hmm. and and and, and, and it turns out that I mean the the carny guy puts like a, a hurting on the kid, oh, but yeah. the kid ends up impaling him on one of the. You saw that a mile away, though. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. There was a sword hanging from a knight's thing, and he he impales him. And and then he grabs his gun. He gets his gun. And then and then they do one of those double shocks where when he's going to grab his gun, you think dad's in dead and yeah, impaled, and he says, "No, I'm still alive." And he tries to impale Junior. And he gets junior, him a little bit in the gut. And he gets him a little bit in the gut, but Junior wastes him. Or yeah, whatever. boy, I tell you what, a gut. That's one of the worst wounds. A, a gut shot or a gut a cut getting cut in the stomach is like. You're gonna die, but it's gonna take about 17 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. So yeah. it's a lot of pain, and then, and then the monster shows up, and then the girl runs, and then and he, he he empties the gun into yeah. the monster, and it's not no 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 veil, you know. So the monster kills him. Yeah. He kills him, and then it's just the girl and the monster. So he's chasing her, and then she along the way she grabs like a. Uh, some kind of a bar or something like that, yeah. you know. And he's like tracking her down, and uh. he's 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 got her. And then she what well, she wails on him with the thing, and she like knock, and she grabs the and and while she's wailing on him, he just he just grabs the uh, iron bar from her hand, and when he pulls back to hit her. He hits the electrical and he gets all <laughs> shocked to death, you know. And he still lives through that. I mean, you can't kill Monster Boy. That, yeah, but oh, because then they fall down in the thing and she's trying to get out. But eventually he gets locked into the gears. The gears they and, show and, these gears. And if you see big gears in a B movie, those big gears, that they're, they're going to come. They're part of the plot. And those oh, gears, yeah. those are the gears, I guess, that run the uh, ride or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Monster Boy ends up getting trapped in the gear. And we forgot, in the meantime... The, one of the, the 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 manager of the carnival yeah. finds the kid and he calls the parents. The parents are and there while and the parents are taking care of the kid, you know the the, the protagonist, the she's main girl, screaming, she's screaming. But the fan, but the fan won't let them yeah. sound. So yeah, that was happening before. But anyway, yeah, there's a lot gets, of little stuff in this movie that make it stuff. very tense, very uh, going. But yeah, it just ends with her just leaving like cell shot. God, it was weird. It, yeah, it was. It was the ending was very big, tall cr- crane, crane shot. shot yeah. And uh, and she's just wandering around like she just went through a war. Which she did. And uh, and there's just dead bodies everywhere. And, and the carny folk are just. Like starting their happened. day like no nothing happened deal, it was just know, like oh so my god the end the end yeah, yeah. So the, anyway. the only time that i when they were going through the the carnival i was like let, let, let's let's get going here it, i know like, it took a long time it was a lot of shots a lot yeah, of them looking at stuff and i'm like can we yeah can we get this going please you know but there wasn't much story no there wasn't much story it was so just they had typical. to pad it 
Anyway, well, what do you, what do you, what do you I'll give it thing? like a 6.5. Yeah, I'm, I'm right with you at about a 6. Um, it's watchable. It's, it was... It, parts of it were good. Parts of it were very predictable. Parts of it were eh. But, it's a B-movie at heart. Yeah, that's all it is. On an A budget. So all right, we're going to drop go. in one trailer, and then we'll be right back with our second movie. Two for one today. Man, that's a lot of value. I have negotiated my butt off, Giorgio. I've tried bribes. I've tried gifts. I even sent him some pet oxen. I mean, they love that crap in Malaysia. But he won't budge. Disney Company. Well, what about me? Well, you're cool and everything, PJ. It's just that you don't have that hip-hop beat. What are you talking about? I'm talking gator rap, baby. I think you've inhaled too much swamp water there, little buddy. Your brain is drowning. Dig this. You have hardly any faith. Well, I'm a mean motor gator, a rock and roller skater. Try to catch me now, I'll kick your butt later. Yeah. What is that? Yo, what's up with that? It's gator rap. I live in the swamp, but I'm no forest gump. I'm going to be illin' if I'm not chillin'. Whoa, I hear a skateboard. Blast from the past. Oh, yeah. Roller Gator. Oh, shit. That was bad. RG. That was the Roller Gator rap. I pulled out. I, I, sometimes I keep the stuff that we use on our shows for the movies because they're about, just that good. How, you about, know? how about Hell Squad? I should get the Hell Squad song, too. I should play that again. <laughs> I do have the Hell Squad. I know you do have the Hell Squad <laughs> I song. I remember that. Now, the first movie was uh, Funhouse. We talked pretty admirably about it. Yes. Second it movie. Um. My so God, much. was this shit from start to finish. Oh, oh, oh by the way, before we, we stop talking about Funhouse, Funhouse was made in the in the uh, early 80s, around the time of Fangoria magazine uh-huh. was being put out. So all of the imagery in this was like splashed all over the Monster Mag. So oh, it was definitely of a bygone era. Yeah. Bygone era, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now, how do you say the title of this one? R-O-T-O-R. Rotor. 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 Yeah. Rotor. 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 R-O-T-O-R. It's, it's, there's a period after you, and so it should be R-O-T-O-R. Yeah, R-O-T-O-R. Either way, then, any way you say it, it Any sucks. way you spell it out, it's, it equals sucks. Yeah. This, this is one, you know... This I, is a cheaply made movie, but... My God. Photographed well. The photography was nice on this movie. It wasn't I've seen, bad. Yeah. It looked like it was 35 millimeter. It wasn't like a you know grainy 16. <laughs> there was some professionalism behind yeah. the camera, but, but not much. Boy, and you know when you're watching these movies, sometimes you're watching them, and you see the same like two and three names, like over and over. Editing, music, yeah. producer, writer, starring. You're like, oh no, oh no, I'm in trouble now because. No, you know when you're in trouble for me personally? <laughs> when it says R-O-T-O-R? Yeah, besides that. When you're watching like an 80s movie 
And, and in the soundtrack, you hear those Lin drums, those drums. Yeah. You know you're in trouble. Because I, I love the be, 80s. Because they're good, those drums are going to be all throughout the movie, much yeah. to your chagrin, <laughs> as, as they say. As opposed to, uh, which was, uh, as opposed to Commando, which went with the steel drums. Yeah, well, the Remember steel drums were much better. Remember that Radon Chong and Schwarzenegger, yeah. they were like, I don't like those. Put in steel drums. I was just in the Caribbean this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Maria. Yeah, much better, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the electronic drums, I mean, it's just like a scar. It's, I've been scarred, all right. Oh, boy. This, uh. You know, this movie, it starts out, you're just watching some dude pitter away his morning. He's reading the paper, having some coffee, feeding horses... This yeah. is such a weird movie. He looks like he's on the uh, Dallas ranch, like J.R. Oh, ranch he is. Or this something. is set in Dallas, and yeah, this guy's yeah. rocking that, like, remember when they used to have leather panels on the top of suit jackets yeah, and stuff? Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh my God, man. And he has, like, that that perm mullet kicking. Yeah, like, uh-huh, th- yeah. like, there's not a whole hell of a lot good about it. Like, like, right from the beginning, you're just like, oh no. And, like, the graphics are so clunky, computer generated, like, Yuck! And this robot's doing this thing, like where it's, where it's, it's doing this weird, odd movement. They're like, this robot can go anywhere. Oh, this is after our, our plucky bachelor decided to stop pittering away his morning and go to work. Yeah. You know, and he's in some office building in Dallas, and he's like, gentlemen, where? And this whole thing is voiceover. Yeah, it is. They, they didn't have a boom mic to speak of, so they they they're talking, but then they're doing all this stuff in ADR, you know. Yeah, it sure is. It oh. did sound like it. Yeah, the only person in this movie I recognize, just because I'm a comic book fan, was one of the many names that has many credits is the name Bud Lewis, and he was a comic book writer back in the 70s and 80s, maybe 90s too, and he uh, he worked for Warren magazine, did a lot of a lot of stuff for creepy and eerie and there's actually one scene where I think one of the one of the um one of the uh computer guys or whatever uh-huh. is reading an eerie comic book as a little hey wink wink nudge nudge yeah. I went yeah nice. okay at first I went I wonder if that's another Bud Lewis cuz Bud Lewis the writer always used to spell his name Bud with two d's and this one had two d's I go I wonder if that's really him and then when the guy pulled up I go oh yeah wink wink nudge nudge and then there was this other scene I don't know if you caught the this scene but it just went on and on with all these references to the Beach Boys. Did you catch that scene? There was a scene, okay, okay in this movie. I'm, I'm, I, I should have captured it, but I didn't. Yeah. Where they're having a conference with all these doctors about rot- rotor or the robot, and he yeah. goes, "Oh yes, Doctor uh, Doctor Brian Wilson from Hawthorne." Yes, okay, Brian Wilson was from Hawthorne, oh, was, California. Oh, where he was naming each of those. Yes, dumb. and then, oh, yes, Dr. Al Jardine from, you know, oh, Al, I think you're giving us good vibrations on this. And I go, oh, no, please stop, you know. And then Carl Wilson, he was naming off every beach boy. And I'm going like, this is really annoying. One is enough. No, you, know, you know, when I... when the I, whole scene. Yeah, well, when I, when I went, oh, shit. He goes into this building right before this scene. He gets out of his thing and he's being all like tall, studly dot guy, and he, and there's a jive talking robot and it's like, oh no. Oh yeah, it's like Tweaky on steroids. Oh no, and it's like, hey, hey, that's right, not, and it's, it's just, oh my I, god. I will say something before we get to <laughs> the end of the movie. This movie did have an ending which I wasn't expecting. Yeah. It did have an unexpected ending. I go, wow, really? But okay. Anyway, back to the movie. <laughs> yeah. Or back to the future. Or oh back my to the god! Past and or the, the, this whole 
the reason that we sound tortured throughout this whole review is because every scene was more painful than the scene before. I gotta and tell the, you, the scene before was the most painful thing in the world. Like, I gotta tell you, it, it's gonna turn out at the end that I didn't hate it as much as you did. I, I, I wasn't in pain. I was a little bored during well, it. Well, it was but boring. I could, but it was very bad. Uh, it was very the, bad. But the, I wasn't in pain. Now that you explain that, some of that stuff, that helps it. Cause this, That's what helped me like it a the, little more because it was Bud Lewis and it was written by a comic book yeah. guy. I go, okay. No, this right. is the clunkiest dialogue yeah. I've ever witnessed on screen. And yeah. I've seen Food Fight. Yeah, this, there you go. This is like... So have I. This... this the things they're saying is just bunk garbage. When they talk about science, it's just like... It probably reads better in a comic book than it does in a movie. I can't. It can't. Because then yeah. it's printed. You know what I mean? Like, this is just dumb words said out loud. You know? And it's... And when they're talking to each other, they're saying, like, really dumb words that are trying to sound smart. But they're dumb. And the dumb reactions are dumber than the dumb words that were said to them in the sentence before. And... Oh... And you could tell, like, this dude, the, the star, the, the like, the big Texan guy, he was probably, um, either he owned a dojo or he was a very high-ranking member of a black, of a karate, uh, dojo, because everyone in this movie was not an actor, but knew karate. All the extras, like, the girl that got taken hostage was good at karate, oh, a couple of dudes okay, yeah, that came yeah, right, in, they yeah. were good at karate. That reeks of, I'm... A instructor. These are my who, students. Who wants to be in a movie? I'm making a movie. We all do, sir. Okay, he takes his top black belts. She's going to be the the girl that's in trouble. Well, some of the you women know. in the movie were good looking. I, I specify huh? some. Well, well no. And, and so he had good good looking. We're, we're we're not even going to break down the the scene by scene on well, this no, one. Well, no. Well, well, basically, let's let's, let's talk uh, about basically. The movie he's yeah. he's cr- trying to create. A robot, like a RoboCop. Right. And then, of course, there's the evil politician that's oh. pushing him to hurry up and finish it because the senator needs the it. The senator needs it. It's going to roll downhill, boy. And, and, oh, my God, the yuck, yuck, yuck. And, and, the... and the doctor's like, I can't do this right now because he hasn't fully tested it. And I don't know if it's going to work or not. And he's like, well, you better do it or else I'll, get, I'll fire you and I'll fire everybody there and blah, blah, blah. So he, he goes, ends up quitting. And he goes, I thing. quit. And he leaves. So our star of our movie quits. So, like, and he and and then they leave the whole project to some goofy his goofy assistant his goofy assistant and the jive talking robot and, and the jive talking who's robot. number three in charge apparently and you're like oh, yeah and then he's, the jive talking robot starts wearing like a little uh, cop hat or whatever uh-huh. so then like you know along the way that he leaves and the and the, and, and something happens where like uh, rot- rotor comes to life well what happens is no the guy. There's some. There's another jive talking. There's a jive talking janitor who says he's Indian, but he's really Puerto Rican, and then yeah, he, right. he's trying to be all rapey with this girl, and she's like, "Get out of here, you're gross." Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. he he does something. He's like, "Shit, you, you know, you just don't understand Indian culture." And then he causes a short that makes sparks That's right, the short. go between That's like right. two electrodes, and that starts rotor. And rotor's like you know like some some. 80s cop with a with a bad handlebar mustache <laughs> with a, with he's he's trying to rock the uh, the Tom Selleck stash or but whatever. It, but it, or like the Queen remember the Freddie Freddie Mercury, Freddie Mercury. Yeah, he's Freddie rocking Mercury. the Freddie Mercury look he's a rocking bit. the Mercury wearing the leather from the Village People guy or oh whatever God. you know and, so and then he's mean. just not talking and just walking around every everything's an infraction but then you know like so he kills everyone he kills people like, basically he's he programmed to just 
like any infraction mm -hmm. is a, is is death. Yeah. He's, he's not he's not he's not programmed with any like uh, <laughs> with any uh, uh, not, mercy, not no mercy or yeah. anything exactly or anything like that or any second thought. It's like you broke the law. You went five miles over the speed limit. You death. just died. Yeah, death, just death. You know, like so you you huh. would have you would have th thought that the doctor would have taken care of that earlier on. You huh, know what I yeah. mean before. Before even like you know, before we put a brain in this robot, let's give him a little more empathy. They're like, isn't there a prime directive we should think about? Yeah. Like, never kill a human or whatever. Yeah, something like a little <laughs> chip that would, nope. a chip you can put in. Don't kill humans. Nope. You know, mm -hmm. no, 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 it didn't happen. So this thing goes on a killing rampage, and he starts, it, cha he starts chasing this couple. Yeah, which is weird. He because the couple's yeah. speeding and they're they're arguing, and he and he this guy's calling this girl Sony, and I was like, oh man. Yeah. And then I thought of a pun to myself, and I, when they got into a fight, he should have said, "Well, why don't you just get out and walk, man?" Yeah, there you go. Sony Walkman. Yeah, they Sony missed that Walkman. gag. Yeah, you know, yeah, hey Sony, go. why don't you just get out and walk, man? Yeah, that's what right. he should have said. Yeah. But um, bump. So and anyway, then, uh, like, yeah, he gets a traffic infraction. Ro rotor kills. Rotor's following him, and he stops him. And, and the guy tries to bribe the cop. Yeah. He's a total snarky dude. He's <laughs> like, "Yeah, I know you're gonna give me a ticket, but..." You know, maybe twenty dollars, and the cop, the road, the the RoboCop is like, that does not compute. You broke the law. Boom, just blows him away. Yeah. You know, this scientist is kind of like stupid because really, you know, I mean, before even even before you build the freaking robot, you have to program his brain to hmm. like, okay. Don't kill humans, and, well, the whole, and, and and the punishment for 10 minutes over the speed limit is not a hole in the head. You know? Well, and the whole thing is like, he he's, when he's talking about this, he's like, it's a thinking, learning computer, molecularly through its its, its steel me memorizes things, and you're like, stop, stop with the bunk science, and then... You know, and then he like they already have like a motorcycle for it, which is just like this tiny little cheese ball motorcycle, but they made it look like a cool ninja. And then, uh, and then, and then after he kills the the husband, yeah, he the, goes after the woman. Then we find out that the the RoboCop doesn't like car horns. Yeah, yeah. First of all, it looks like there's a whole computer keyboard on this dash mm -hmm. on the on this where the horn goes. I don't know what kind of car this was. It looked like a Isuzu Mirage, but I don't know. Yeah. But it had the, a, a big display unit. But she's blowing the horn, and he's going, ah, ah, like he's a funhouse so, uh, freak. Yeah, we, you know, had, we had a lot of, ah, yeah, a lot movies. of more ah, per square inch than any other podcast. So this, th then he drops down, and she takes off, and then he takes off after her. And you're like, wait a minute, is this going to be a, this guy chasing this one girl? I thought I was prepared for like rampage killer. Yeah, right, right, right. Just killing they didn't and have then the eventually. Yeah, they didn't have the budget for that. So now we're sticking with one cop chasing one girl. And I was like, oh, this is even the, the worse budget, than I thought. The budget was a, a couple of offices, uh, the cars, uh, a, 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 a desolate you know, roads where there's no road, permit road, needed, and then a, a little bar, you know, a little diner on the yeah. road, and then the field. That was it. That was oh the budget God. for this movie. Yeah, it was, and and you know, oh. So he's chasing. So the rest, a lot of the movie is him chasing the just girl. Just chasing the girl, and and then, and this this robot has like, I saw what happened here, even though I wasn't here. Vision, yeah. which is weird. It goes into this like sensory rewind, and they just reshow the clip with like a filter on it. And you're like, oh come on, cheese ball, stop it. But whatever. So so he follows her. She goes into like a little truck stop, and she gets into the back room, and there's some dude, a cook, with these fake teeth these fake bugs bunny teeth fl flipping burgers and you're like what the hell is this so she yeah. runs in there to hide out 
somehow and, and then all of a sudden like you know uh, the the robocop goes in gets in there and he kills this cook and the cook stops him he didn't stop he, did, he stops the cop a cop walks in you're gonna stop him but he stops the cop the cop kills him and then as the girl is escaping these three like these three like dirt bags walk in and like and and freaking you know robocop dispatches of two of them and then the third one is like some stupid muscle man guy yeah well that's yeah and then he's like he does this this shit where he's like oh i'm a tough guy now watch this and he takes off his suspenders and he rips off his shirt so he can like flex and you're like really he should have went man fisticuffs hey eh? like you remember the yeah. old boxers you know and then, and then the, the cop just like not only does he beat him up, but then he walks on top of him. That was kind of that was kind of funny, you know. And then of yeah. course a chase ensues. And then, how did how did she gets in? Oh, we have CBs involved. That's why I, I wrote this in my now notes. We have CBs I, I, I was like, she has an F and CB question mark like yeah, in '87 because n- the doctor's involved. He knows that the, the chief has called. I was told to call you, uh, Square Jaw. Oh, what happened? Rotors on the loose. Oh no, I knew this would happen. Yeah, yeah. Meh. So he's involved now. He's trying to save her. Now, this is very. Odd. He's like, just keep him busy till and meet us at four p.m. at this hunting shack. Yeah, they're doing some CB action. Yeah, there. on a CB and whatever. So then, um, he calls this woman who's obviously a steroid-using muscle woman. Who's got a skunk haircut? Skunk haircut, big gal. She's. Act- I have a, a Netflix CD sitting out there, uh, with her in it. Yeah. Um. Um. Flesh Gordon meets the cosmic cheerleaders. She's in it. She's in that movie. I haven't seen that one yet. I was oh like, oh my god, because I, I looked know, I, up. This. She actually had a career. She. Well, she's in Flesh Gordon well, meets the cosmic a, a cheerleaders. Career, quote unquote. <laughs> so, like, let's, let's, we got to wrap this up. So basically, like. You know, now she flies in. It's like that that robot we made together. It's nice to finally have meet the robot we made together is killing people. Well, let's stop it. Yeah. And then they try lassoing it, and then like like, what, like how do they find it? Well, they, basically, he, he had told he had told the girl the, that he was chasing. Yeah, to, the next day to be at some uh, some yeah, the hunting the lake, cabinet. Yeah, the, that hunting cabinet. So then he he and Muscle Girl end up at the and the hunting cabinet and at the hunting cabin or whatever and then somehow or another they trap the the, the robots like beating the crap out of the girl meanwhile you know um he the doctor with like, exploding rope yeah he's got all these lassos and he's got the girl with the car and he goes when i give you the signal you pull or whatever and then she starts honking the horn and it like sets off the robot and he's like i can't and he hear gets, and he gets like cr- caught by the four ropes and they explode i didn't understand that but i thought he exploded yeah. because they pulled him up well you missed the voice like over that. where he said boy i'll tell you what it used to be really tough taking down these stumps but now i have this primer filled oh that's lasso right. rope that and that's the very what beginning. they set that up like he blows up stumps i forgot about that with gun filled right. powdered lassos and that's some that primer that. cord that really that's makes why i didn't get it because i forgot this foreshadowing at the oh beginning. my god because you could have well, just whatever. I'm going anyway. to... To end this review, I'm going to review my notes. No, but wait, wait. It, there's even another twist. Okay. So then, okay, Rotor's dead. The doctor goes, and he goes back, and he explains everything to the, you know, to the police or to the powers that be. Uh-huh. And he says, look, I'm, I'm done. Here's the story. Here's the deal. I'm done. Oh, that's I'm right. Just gonna wait. Yeah. This is framed out. Like, yeah. this starts with him getting arrested, and then he's telling the story. Yeah, he's telling the story oh, to the beginning. For- yeah, you forgot we about forgot that. We forgot to set up that intrinsic that, that, yeah, value. Yeah, that, that, that extremely important, you know, yeah. part of the story. So he's telling the story. And then at the end, he goes, I'm done. 
that's the end, you know, blah. And he's leaving. And as he's, I got a house. I got a barn. I got like a the field to do. I got my a horse. And I got a girlfriend, wife, yeah, a girlfriend or my I mean. wife or whatever. I'm done. So he walks out. So as he walks out, all of a sudden, it's like evil senator shows up and blows him away. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And he goes like, man, see, you're never gonna, never gonna amount to anything, and I can't, I'm not gonna stay. You're gonna ruin us, so man, you know, man, <laughs> harumph, man, yeah. you know. So and then at the and the very end, like I guess all of his notes and whatever went ends, to his, uh, ends in his nephew, and oh, then and then right. it gives you the impression they're gonna build another because they robot set up Rotor two. two with the girl with Muscle Girl, Skunk Muscle yeah. Girl, or, or whatever. I was like, what? And never happened. Yeah, no. Well, not here, that I know of. Here's my notes, and I'm just gonna go over these one at a time. Bear with me, everyone. All right, top notes. Same three names. Hmm. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, this is the clunkiest dialogue ever. This movie is just talking and watching some guy pitter away his morning. So much voiceover. Ah, shit. A funny robot. These are bullet notes. I'm just running through. So many wrong big words and bunk science. Um. Odd pellet gun, real gun edit. Oh, that's right. There was this thing. There's a there's a kind of air pistol that is often used in these kind of movies because it looks real enough that you that it looks like a gun until you look at the back. It, the back of a pellet gun it flares out where kids can pull it back, but it looks really real. Now what they did in this movie, he's carrying that pellet gun, and it's a chrome one, and he wraps it in the newspaper, and he's like, "I'll save him." And they pull that out. They edit to a real gun coming out of a newspaper firing, and that's a real forty-five. That's, that's right, firing. the newspaper in the uh, bag. Yeah, and that's then that's it right, goes back the to, where he goes to the Seven Eleven. Yeah, he's just whatever. And and then it goes back to the pellet gun. My only, it was a very interesting use of an edit, in that they don't need a. Uh, if you shoot a movie with a real gun, yeah. you need a safety inspector on scene or like. A firearms expert has to be there to go, uh-huh. yep, this isn't going to kill somebody. Not in this movie. So they carried the BB gun. They edit to a... Oh, they, did, they went they to did, They went to, like, a, a firing range. Did the... Because it was extreme close-up. They pulled the gun out. Boom. Then they went back to him. Like, it was, an, it was, a, it was clever, actually. And I'll, that's about as much credit as I'm going to give it. Oh, that's good. Okay, and then I wrote, who the hell wrote this shit? Every scene is dumber and clunkier than the one that was before it. Uh, oh, then I wrote down, talk about how far we've come since the 80s. Because when I watched this, I realized quite a bit that the 80s was like, we were on the cusp of the new kind of stuff. Mm. Computers, cell phones, stuff like that. But we didn't have it. Mm. Like, this is right before things really ramped up and changed. And you look back at even like the 80s, mid to late 80s, and you're like, Oh my God, these people had no concept of what was about to hit, you know. And it's very, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. Naive. Like it's just like kind of naive. Like there was a payphone usage. There was a payphone usage, and people yeah. had Walkmans and cell phones. There, there, there like but it was a put the change in the newspaper thing. Was, to, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, and it's just one of those things. It's where the old world. It was the end of the old world. When I watched the old, this is the right before the end. But it know? doesn't look like the old world because the women have similar. Well, not all the women. Some of the women, most of the women, have similar hairstyles from today. The, the cinematography. You know, you could, you take a movie seven years earlier. 
and you see like a big difference. You oh know? yeah, so yeah, things yeah. Things are really progressing fast, which is there's a time and place when like in five, ten more years it was going to change dramatically. It's almost like you could feel they knew things were going to change a lot. Yeah. They just didn't know how, what direction. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So anyway, okay. So then uh, talk about that. And then I wrote down she has a beep CB. You know, the beep is a very strong curse word. Yeah. Uh, and then I just wrote so much random nonsense. This movie is just filled with nonsense. There's no. They don't even connect to each other. Yeah. Then I wrote, Rotor 2. Yeah, right. And then the, my last one is, Holy shit, this was horrible. Zero out of a million. No, I'm not going to give it that's that. That's my rating. My rating is a zero out of a hundred billion billion. I'll give it like a three. All right, well, yours is way better than mine. Yeah, I did get some enjoyment out of it. it was, I don't know. I wanted to. I really thought I was going to. I was only a little bored. This is kind of like... 80s let me down a little bit. The last two 80s movies I picked... You're hitting picked, the 80s too hard, man. I'm, hit, I'm hard, hitting the man. 80s, yeah. I gotta... You gotta go You gotta go <laughs> somewhere else, man. I gotta sober up and get out of the 80s a little bit, you know. Nah, just stay in the 80s. It's uh, always fun to I love the 80s. The 80s. Oh, Rodor 2. Yeah, those stupid VH1 <laughs> shows. Oh, All right, that's God. it for this week. You got any parting words for the for our listeners, you know? Be, uh, beware... The the robotic cop. Yes, robotic cops are always bad. Always. Yeah. Always, always bad. Never but then again, you can't blame them for. Things. I would kill all humans too. I mean, yeah. Well, you can't. Could you call a robotic cop like a racist though? <laughs> Against all humans, <laughs> there would, there'd be no riots because they would kill everyone at the riot. Yeah, They'd be so, like, oh. I don't know. It's probably a bad idea. Yay human or yay robotic uh, cops. It's probably a bad idea. <laughs> Anyway. All right, that's it for this week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our wonderful movies. My name is Mal. With me, as always, Doctor Morbius. Make sure you check out our newest video project at Creature Feature. No, go to YouTube and search Creature out Creature Feature with Doc and Clown. YouTube it. Yes, that's the thing. See you next week, everyone. <laughs>